and we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering your favorite and unknown movies, games, comic books, anime, and more weekly. We appreciate you being here and hope you enjoy the show. This is what we are covering tonight. We're going through the, uh, basically the starter adventure of uh, Call of Cthulhu, the starter kit. So we're playing Alone, Alone Against the Flames. Michael will be reading, and I'll be trying to survive. <laughs> All right, but before we do, like, share, and subscribe to the channel. You can enjoy the show on YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, Odyssey, and more. We also have membership tiers on those platforms if you'd like to support the channel, or you can check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash KOE podcasts. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's see how far I can make it. <laughs> Here we go. Alone against the flames. The sun is high in the sky, a merciless ball of heat. You feel the scorched. Uh, you feel scorched by the time you reach the bus halt in front of Osborne's drugstore. It's a relief to put down your heavy cases and take off your hat for a moment. You fan your face. It is a long summer here in your hometown, and yet a curiously empty one. You look across the street at the grubby butcher shop, the grocers with the faded awning, and the shabby tobaccoist. Mistrustful faces glare at you as they pass. Fuck all you. Eyeing your clothes and luggage. It was your parents' choice to live here, not yours. You were happy down south as a child, among Providence's white-walled houses and leafy churchyards. Perhaps this is a job in Arkham will supply you uh, with a change that you need. Yet everybody you know in the world lives here. You know nobody in Arkham. Not one soul. You ask yourself one last time if this is the right thing that you're doing. The answer is here. None of your supposed friends have come to see you off. You are alone. Whatever challenges a lie in Arkham, it will be a new life, a, brave, a new brave one. A small gray motor coach approaches and rattles to a stop. You put your hat back on and pick up your cases. Yay. The hell are they going to get out of this fucking shithole? <laughs> you don't want to be part of the shithole no more? I would hate to live in a small town. <laughs> two, young men with, uh, two young men with sullen expressions alight from the coach. One looks up at you and down before heading away. What the fuck are you looking at? The driver also steps down, glancing at you before crossing the road to visit the tobaccoist. When he returns, he is rolling a cigarette between his yellowed fingers. He gives it a final twist and examines you as he reaches for his matchbox. He is a thin man in his 50s, dressed in a stained shirt with the bus company emblem. Yet his eyes are sharp in their dark sockets. Who are you? You show him your ticket for Osipi. From there, you will connect to Rochester and Portsmouth before the coastal line uh, to Newburyport and finally Arkham. Jesus Christ, I forgot I would be traveling forever. <laughs> you, should, you should be able to afford a rail ticket for at least some of the way. Otherwise, this will be the first of many long bus trips. Mm-hmm. The driver scratches the match and lights a cigarette. The end flares as he takes a draw. Then he exhales and gestures to the back of the coach. Luggage rack's up there. Now we need to set all your... All your uh, stats. Stats? All right. So what are we working with? All right. You have uh, at the top, you have spaces, eight characteristics, strength, constitution, power, dexterity, appearance, size, intelligence, and education. All right. A lot the following. Let's start with the highest, and then we'll go from there. The highest is 80. The 80. All right. So basically, my guy is fucking dripping. With sexuality. <laughs> like he is drop dead gorgeous. So that's going to appearance. 80 points. He is just, women are like, they gasp when they see him. You saw that man look at me up and down. He knew what he wanted. So my appearance is 80. All right, next one is 70. 70? Let me see. Uh, 
I'm, I'm practically a gymnast. So your dexterity? So 70 for dexterity. All righty. We have two 60s. 260? Let me see. Let me do strength and constitution at 60. All right. 350s. 350s. God dang. Uh, I'm not too bright, so <laughs> 50 <laughs> and 50 <laughs> and 50 for power. And 40. 40 goes to the side because I'm four foot one. <laughs> <laughs> four foot one and a hundred pounds of solid muscle. Oh, you're a little man. Yeah, <laughs> a little stocky man. <laughs> That's uh, somehow dropped in gorgeous. I am just <laughs> ripping. Women are like, damn, I gotta hit me a that little man. My last girlfriend was six foot nine. Oh. Uh. <laughs> that at least lets me set this up pretty easily for the next couple of days. Alrighty. Let me know when you're finished and ready. I'm ready. The driver smokes and watches you as he, uh, watches you drag your cases to the back he of the wants all this, He wants all this business, too. <laughs> the rack is set inconveniently high on the vehicle. You get a grip on your heavier case. Is your size 40 or below? Yeah, it's at 40. <laughs> Four foot one. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dropped the book. <laughs> Four foot one. Just Four foot one with a six inch penis. <laughs> I wrote that down too. <laughs> a six inches and five foot point three inches of girth. <laughs> you struggle for a few seconds before the driver comes to help you and lends a hand. <laughs> Still puffing on the cigarettes. Heavy bags for a small one. He remarks. Small un. <laughs> you judge it best to respond with a simple thanks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but th- th- thank you. <laughs> I couldn't lift that son's bitch. <laughs> I'm going to carry a bag heavier than I need to be able to lift. It's probably heavier than you are. Yeah, it probably is. I'm 100 pounds, probably 110. <laughs> oh, shit. at the wrong page so yeah know. that happened to me a few times <laughs> but huh all righty moving on the driver flicks a cigarette into a gutter and steps into the motor coach its engine coughs to life you board grateful that you will be the only passenger for the initial part of the trip at least with mixed emotions you watch from the window as the tired avenues of your old home slip behind you receding into the distance for a few minutes you can still see the church spire over the brow of the low hill then the road dips, and it too is gone. Arkham is your new home. You will travel there and make a new start. Alrighty. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's asking you to change everything to get your halves. Oh, yeah. Alright. I hate that part. So you have each of those values, yeah. and then you divide each of the original values by five as well. That was one of the... Random mistakes they have with me. Everything's gotta be half. And then, <laughs> then they gotta be a fifth of that half. No, not a fifth of the half. I know, I'm just, yeah. Original. Now, if you did a fifth of the half, that'd be really bad. <laughs> be super low numbers that don't exist in this. So that's 16, uh, 35, and uh, 14. Uh, 60s are 30 and 12 a piece. 50s are 25, right? 
I'm gonna take it with the math. I'm, my guy's dumb as hell. <laughs> I don't know what you call bright, but damn, can I fuck? <laughs> 40 is uh, 20, right? Mm -hmm. 20 and 10. No, it's 8. All right. Ready? Good, good to go. Alrighty, and then I. Uh... In the uh, strip below, you'll see that you track your sanity and magic points. Uh, beginning sanity is equal to your original POW. Uh, power? Mm hmm So my sanity is a nice uh, 50. Okay. And uh, beginning magic points are the same as the value you've just assigned for the uh, power divided by 5. So I only have 10 magic points. <laughs> All I need is these hands, though. I just need some hands. Is a 10, okay. Alrighty. The coach putters through the countryside. At first, the interior is stifling and your stomach lurches at every bend in the road. <laughs> I, <have luck. laughs> I can picture that. Fucking a corn dog. <laughs> However, the driver opens his window and by switching seats, you find a spot where the breeze, a breeze hits you in the face. I'm four for one, how? <laughs> <laughs> Should be blowing over my head. <laughs> One of my briefcases I kept with me. <laughs> you soon relax into the journey, observing the quaint little hamlets and the coach uh, that the coach serves. A heavy set woman boards at one settlement and gives you a polite nod. What up, girl? She gets off at the next one. You want oh <laughs> You want some company? <laughs> The road rises a little, passing cornfields and orchards. The leaves are turning and the trees are alive with glorious reds and golds. That's kind of funny because it's going to be fall. It's already fall. Yeah. Today, yesterday was the full day, first day of fall. And it was hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the future. Uh, you have just begun to doze when the driver takes a tight bend at speed. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Add size and con together, then divide the total by 10, rounding down. Add size and oh, size and constitution. Mm -hmm. uh, Sixty plus size is a hundred, so ten. So that's uh, a ten, ten hit points. Sixty plus ten is a. Uh, oh no, sorry, sixty plus forty is a hundred. So is a hundred divided by ten is ten. Mm -hmm. Son of a bitch! I got hit, hit ten hit points. <laughs> this is the starting value for your hit points. Yay! Now you must make a roll against your dexterity. Roll one d one hundred. Uh, this means rolling ten, uh, two ten-sided dice. So both of these ten ones, both yeah. of these. Yep. The tens place is by the blue one, and the uh, the ones digit is the green one. Is the green? Okay. Why did I get both pens out? What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Come on, baby. I need a. I gotta do higher or lower than seventy. Uh, this is a roll against your dexterity. So it's got to, if it beats my dexterity, I lose, right? Uh, this means, uh, let's see here. If you rolled equal to your dexterity or less, you pass the roll. Okay, so I have to, if it beats, okay. 64. So you pass. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm de pass. Dexterity, I probably grabbed the hand around, just hang on to that, bitch. <laughs> like a little heavy foot like monkey. A like a little. Okay. <laughs> 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 a desperate yell awakens you. You feel yourself slide from the seat as the driver spins the wheel and the motor coach plunges off of the road. You grab hold of the seat in front of you, just in time to prevent a painful fall. The coach stops with a thump. Now you see what has happened. A Fordson Traxxer has stopped in the road and the driver had you swerve to avoid this still obstacle. He leaps from his seat into the road, unleashing a string of curses at the farmer. I imagine him talking like Boomhauer. 
<laughs> you will take a moment to catch your breath. Perhaps he should. Uh, you should offer assistance. But the driver has already returned. He backs the coach up a little and uh, threads it around the tractor, glaring at the farmer. He's like, "Mud." <laughs> <laughs> but you're on country roads. You should have been looking. There should be nothing that would just pop up suddenly. You know what I mean? Was the, the driver not paying attention? Exactly. That's, that's Jesus the problem. Christ. You resume your journey. The dri- driver takes the curves with more caution than before. He glances over his shoulder a couple of times. Sorry for that. So probably can see me over the t- the seat. <laughs> just fucking disappear into the back. Uh, that fellow was dumber than, than a hog. I'm Silas. What's yours? So I get my name? Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is uh, Hank Dingo. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out about him here in a little bit. It's from a movie. Uh, the accident was at least as much Silas's fault as the farmer's. But it doesn't seem uh, shrewd to antagonize the man while he's driving you through the middle of nowhere. The coach <laughs> turns onto a narrow road, which weaves uphill through the woodland. Silas becomes chatty. Going to Arkhamay. Can't say I've, uh, I've ever heard of the place. Went to Boston once. Didn't like it. Too much hustle and bustle. You got family there? Wait, how does he know I'm going to Arkham? My ticket just says Ospie. Mm-hmm. About to shoot this man in the back of the head. <laughs> uh, a special someone waiting? The afternoon is wearing on you. My ex, he's 6'9". <laughs> you see no harm in confiding in Silas about your new life. A job, eh? What's your line? What job options do I have? Uh, <laughs> antiquarian. Uh, what is it? Antiquarian. Antiquarian. Uh, doctor of medicine. Journalist. Private investigator. Or a professor. So my name is Hank Dingo, and I'm the uh, the knee high PI. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, know I made that character before, and he died. But I'm gonna give him another shot. <laughs> That's a good movie, by the way. It, it, you can watch it in ten minute videos on uh, YouTube. Uh, seven videos. So an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Or an hour and 10 minutes. No way. It's seven, f- 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. maybe eight videos. No, it's like an hour and 20 at least. Yeah. Either way, it's hilarious. And how old are you? I'm uh, 35. 35? Mm-hmm. So you're a private investigator, huh? That I am. My one weakness is women. I am a pervert. <laughs> I will, so, you just, I will, so you just took yourself into, into, will, the, into the story I will, here? I just added myself. I will sometimes uh, uh, really get into bad situations, case-wise, for a woman. Uh, you skirt around the details of your profession in your usual way, mentioning only that you have helped the police to clear out various problems in the past. I, I, let, I, I helped them catch the booty hole bandit. <laughs> He was uh, raping chickens. <laughs> All of South Park. The chicken lover. <laughs> Your heart pounds a little faster as you think uh, of the post you have secured in the Blackwood Detective Agency. Hell yeah. You've had enough of investigating martial infidelity. I have not. I love, I love taking pictures of people banging. <laughs> I'm a perfect. <laughs> I got hundreds of them. <laughs> and bank clerks on the take. It sounds like the Blackwood Agency is just the opportunity you need to cut your teeth on some uh, real villainy. They hired me because of the the booty hole bandit case. (laughs) Silas narrows his eyes, but he says nothing. Your credit rating skill is 20%. Damn, I'm broke as fuck. Credit rating... 20%, okay. Your occupation skills are art, craft, photography. 
So photography. I'd be taking a lot of pictures. I got a lot of nude pictures. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be having. <laughs> What'd you do? All right. Disguise. Uh. Well, I mean, I'm four for one. There's, I mean, I'm highly there's noticeable. A, there's a thing called stilts. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Law. Library use. Library use. Psychology. Psychology. How do you use there? I spelled it. <laughs> Spot hidden. Spot hidden. And I can find the G spot real well. <laughs> so you found the, the spot hidden. <laughs> and one of either charm, fast talk, intimidate, or persuade. You know I'm dripping. So you know it's going to be charm. <laughs> Hello there, ladies. Charm. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. There should be one more. But there are only seven. Yeah, that's all I showed. Okay, just making sure. They gave me like fucking 15 when I did our antiquarian. Uh, you may also pick any other skill except Cthulhu mythol mytho. Oh yeah, there it is. As a personal uh, as personal specialty. Let me look at these over here. So let's see. We got what history? We got jump. <laughs> we got a uh, fast talk, natural world, track. I guess track would be an appropriate skill for a private investigator, wouldn't it? Psychoanalysis, archaeology. I'm gonna do track. Track. Yeah. And then uh, the percentages here. Nice. So with the highest, seventy. Seventy. Uh, I'm gonna do spot hidden. Okay. Two sixties. Two sixty. You know it's gonna be charm. <laughs> I'll just be talking them ladies out of their panties. <laughs> uh, sixty on photography because I love taking new pictures. <laughs> Three fifties. Three fifties. Let's do uh, fifty on library use. Law and psychology. And 240s. That is trek and disguise. My two worst skills. <laughs> I get lost real easy. <laughs> it's just going to be lost completely. <laughs> we should like you track of the time, too, so we don't do overdo it. Nah, that's fine. Okay, just making sure. You realize Silas hasn't made a stop since the incident with the tractor. The motor coach winds its way uphill. However, your thoughts are interrupted as the road crests a ridge and you are treated to a magnificent view of the vista below. A creek snakes through the valley and breaking the rich autumn palette on the tree line. In the distance, the white mountains rise into a hazy cloud. There is no settlement, not even a cabin, as far as the eye can see. Birds drift through the treetops and you can make out what might be uh, two white-tailed deer lingering by the water. Perhaps you're making a mistake by moving to the city. Could you survive on your own in this lush wilderness? Hell yeah, all that pussy in Arkham. <laughs> <laughs> you have a base ability in most skills uh, listed in the brackets after your skill name on the investigator sheet. For instance, you have 20% in climb and a base dodge equal to half your dexterity. All right, so all these skills on this little paper, right? I have all of them, except for the ones that I changed. Right. Those are null. Mm -hmm. So I, I still have swim at 20% regardless. Mm -hmm. Okay, just making sure. And you have 20% in climb and a base dodge equal to half of your dexterity. With my dexterity being 70, how the fuck is my climb 20? What the fuck? So my climb is 20. Let me write that down. Oh, wait, is that already on here, isn't it? I think it's already on there. I don't need that one. Yeah. So my base, uh, what's my dexterity? My, what is, would you say dodge? Uh, dodge is equal to half of your dexterity. 
So my dodge is uh, 35. Okay, that one I do need to write down. It's different than that. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, choose four skills, which are not your occupation skills, nor Cthulhu Mythos. God dang. These are your personal interest skills. Boost each of these by 20 points. Starting with what they already have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me see what we got here. What did I not add? So can I add it to dodge? Um, it just says choose four skills if it's a skill. I can dodge like a beast. So which are which are not recommend, uh, which are not part of your occupation skills. Dodge so anything that's not part of the occupation. Dodge is it? So that means that puts me up to fifty five. Hell yeah! <laughs> Be dodging like a bandit. Let's see what else we got here. I figure I should pick stuff that's kind of high ish and just add to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, let's see. Uh, brawling is uh twenty five percent already. Actually, I need a blank one because this is that chick's one. You get a blank. One. See if it does the same thing. Uh, yeah, brawling is twenty five, so that's so I can fight like a motherfucker <laughs> at forty five. So fighting. We'll be busting people's kneecaps. Be busting people's <laughs> kneecaps. They call me the knee high pi for a reason. So my brawling is uh forty five. Uh, two more. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Because you choose four. Right. Uh, what else am I? Some of these are terrible looking. <laughs> uh, first aid. Do that up to, uh, that's 30%. Might as well do it up to 50. So that's 50%. So I can put, put a band aid on me if I cover half my arm. <laughs> Being as little as you are. And uh, my jump uh, is, uh, we'll have jump. So yeah, jump is already 20. So I'm going to take it up to 40. I can jump. You're really little, I but can, you can jump. I can <laughs> fucking jump. If my girlfriend was five foot nine, I get up all up in there. From the bottom, if she bends over, I can just jump on in there. From the bottom all the way. <laughs> so my jump is forty percent. All right, is that some good skills? Yeah, not too bad so far. I'm gonna die halfway through this fucking adventure. <laughs> I already tell. Moving on. The motor coach rattles on through the hills, and Silas lapses into silence. The sky darkens behind you. Pinks tinting into the clouds as the sun descends. Finally, a welcome sight comes into view. A settlement on the crest of a hill. This doesn't look like the pictures you've seen at Ossipi, but perhaps you could persuade Silas to stop while you stretch your legs. My tiny legs. <laughs> Minutes later. I can stretch them just sitting there. <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> Minutes later. A harsh stuttering from the engine interrupts your uh, reverie. Or reverie. Silas frowns and rattles the gear stick. The motor coach falters in its ascent. Silas utters a curse you don't recognize and grinds his teeth, struggling at the wheel. You seem to inch up the hill until you reach the first buildings, low dwellings constructed with a rough red stone. Silas wrestles the coach into a small bay off of the road. He scrambles from his seat and makes for the engine compartment. You must now choose to make a roll against drive auto or psychology. So drive auto is a uh, 20% at the base and uh, psychology. Um, if you choose drive auto, you need to roll equal to or less than the skill value. That's 20% off the bat. If you choose psychology, you need a hard success. This is a roll equal to or less than half of the skill value. So mine's already 50, so that's 25. Mm -hmm. Fuck. So that's, that's still higher than drive auto. So I got to get a 25, basically. I'm doing <laughs> psychology, but there's no way. I played this game three times. I've never got it once. 
If he did, I would I would be surprised. Well, it's when they, when it's live, it's when it's the that's when the, the shit goes wild. So I gotta get twenty five, less than twenty five. Fuck, twenty five are equal, right? Twenty five or under. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> 80, 82. God dang. Eighty two. Jesus Christ. That's way over. That's nowhere near. <laughs> I should have upgraded my fucking drive auto. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, but it's not something you thought about either, though. No, I forgot it, and I haven't played it three times, so yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Stylitz opens the engine compartment and sticks his head inside. The hot metal pops and sizzles. He pokes at various components, then withdraws and wipes his brow, smearing it with dark grease. I ain't sure what's wrong. Maybe be the oil pressure. Might be something knocked off kilter when we took that spill. Can't do much until the engine cools, neither. And the light failing, I reckon we'll be here for a night. He wipes his hands on a rag. The shadows from your surroundings are already long, and the air is chilly. You feel stiff from the journey, and a night in the rickety coach sounds unappealing. Silas sees your dismay. There's an, uh, This here is Emberhead. Mile, <laughs> miles from any place. I only come through twice a week, but the folks here are good people. May Ledbetter keeps a spare room. She'll look after you. Up that alley, turn right. First house on your left. Yay. He scratches his cheek, looks again into the engine compartment, and spits on the ground. Meet me back here at 8 in the morning, and we'll see how <laughs> how's we stand. Two weeks from everywhere. What a geological oddity. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Old Brother Where Art Thou. <laughs> it's a great fucking sequence. So, do you want to look for May Ledbetter's house? To ask Silas where he will spend the night. Or to challenge Silas about the breakdown. Challenge him about the breakdown? Like, hey, motherfucker, what the <laughs> fuck? Uh, let me think. Uh, May, you say? Is she single? Let's find out. <laughs> you going to go to May Ledbetters? Hell yeah, I'm going to go to May Ledbetters. <laughs> I'm going to make those bed letters. That, uh, that was stupid. That was a horrible yeah. pun. <laughs> you tried. You, uh, you gave it your best. I'm going to knock the back wall out that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> It's the grannies. Yeah, it's fine with me. <laughs> you drag your cases between the sullen buildings. I just fucking drag them behind me. <laughs> heavy fucking uh, cases. You feel surprisingly wary, considering you have spent all day sitting on your ass in the, in the bus. You'd be surprised how tired you get just sitting. Silas's directions lead you to a modest dwelling with a slate roof. The nameplate reads Ledbetter, and underneath, a sign in neat copper reads Lodging Room. May Ledbetter, the bedwetter. <laughs> The lane around you is gloomy, but a lamp flickers in the window. A breeze chills your face. You're not about to begin your new life by sleeping in the street. You rap on the weather-beaten door. After a moment, you hear footsteps inside the house. A bolt is drawn back and a wooden door swings open. A figure with loose curls and a rough-looking house dress peers at you. Her gaze takes in your traveling suit and your cases. Her voice has a slight Irish lit. What up, girl? Hmm? How you doing? Top of the morning, do ya? Jacepticeye. Hello. Should I take it that you're looking for a room for the night? I'm also looking at a bed to share. You inquire as uh, at her rates, suppressing a grimace. As far as you've seen, the village does not offer... Imagine, like, you couldn't figure out what that mess in your head. You imagine you fighting off Grimace from McDonald's. 
suppressing a grimace. Like, get, get, get back, grimace. <laughs> oh, you'll find them very reasonable. You look tired. I may. Come in and we'll talk over a cup of tea. Never too tired to fuck, though. <laughs> That's my special skill. <laughs> 110%. The Ledbetter house feels cramped with a low ceiling and simple fittings. But it is well kept and a cheerful fire crackles in the grate. The aroma of the tea is soothing and the cup warms your fingers. Have you come to Emberhead for the festival? Asks me. Two choices. Do you want uh, to explain what happened to Silas and the coach? Or to ask about the festival? Uh, I hate festivals, so let me ask about the uh, what Silas. <laughs> you hate festivals? I haven't been to the fair in years. I heard it sucks this year, too. I heard that something happened as well this year, too. <laughs> May shakes her head. And you glimpse a moment of deep-seated anger in her green eyes. He always pretty, drives too fast. He has such pretty green eyes, ma'am. <laughs> Thinks the road is made for him and him alone. He hit a mare year—he hit a mare some years back. That was a terrible thing. You should have seen the state of the coach. You'd be surprised at the damage done. She sips her tea. Well, shit, and those fucking deers and cows—they're practically muscle. You hit into them, you practically wreck your own car. Yeah. She sips her tea and gazes past you into the corner of the room. With living here, though, we can't afford to antagonize the man. He's the only link that we have to the world at large. And he's not a bad soul at heart. I suppose you're going uh, the same route for 15 years makes a man careless. You have to forgive him. Fuck that man. May go silent for a long moment. Then her eyes flee back to you. <laughs> there a, there a Mr. Led? What is it? Her last name? Ledbetter? Ledbetter. But you didn't come here to listen to me blather, and you must be hungry. I can rustle you up a bit of a stew. How would that be? I'd rather have some lime, uh, lime, uh, what is it, lime key pie? Key, key, lime, key pie. lime pie. Some little Irish key lime pie, please. <laughs> you ask again about her rates, and may name surprise that's so low you accept it without hesitation. The room is small but comfortable, and the stew dark and hearty. After dinner, you have a couple of hours before your usual bedtime. Would you like to talk to May some more? To walk around outside to get your bearings, or to turn in for an early night? Hmm. Let me walk outside a little bit. I haven't done that one, actually. <laughs> You'll be taking pictures through the window? Yeah. That's exactly what I went outside to do. <laughs> May's brow creases when you announce your intention to take a stroll. A brow. Oh. Her brow crease. Her brow crease almost snaps off. <laughs> Mind how you go, she says. Emberhead's surrounded by cliffs, and we don't have your fancy street lamps here. Take the lantern and watch your step. That lantern's probably as big as I am. <laughs> Outside, you see what she means. The sky is overcast, and only a few glimmers of moonlight peep through the clouds. Without the heavy lantern, you'd be walking in near total darkness. You cannot hope to get an overview of the village tonight. May Street is a narrow passage hemmed in by squat, dark dwellings. At the end, however, it opens up. A white thoroughfare leads off to your right. A crude sign names it Silbury Street. To the left, a few yards away, your light picks out the crooked posts of a simple fence. And beyond that, the ground drops away in the darkness. Oh. You take a couple of steps closer, but you can see nothing. Air from below cools your face. Then some instinct makes you look around. Uh-oh, maybe I should have stayed inside and banged in May. An ink-black figure stands in the road, about 20 yards behind you. Oh, fuck. 
It stares at you. About to throw this lantern in his face. You form the sudden impression that you will run at you and throw you off the cliff edge. This is unsettling. Seeing it has been spotted, the figure slips down the alley. You can either return to the safety of the Ledbetter house or confront the dark figure. Well, I am a private investigator, so let's see what that person's up to. You know we're curious by nature, and we can't help it. <laughs> Die super early. In the- <laughs> Die super quick in this game. We'll play another one next week. As you approach, the figure takes a pace back, then another. It slips down an alley between two buildings. To catch the target, you must uh, make a track roll. Oh shit! If you succeed, go to one forty-one. Uh, let's see here. So make a make a okay. track roll. So it has to be higher than your track or uh, under your track. My track is forty. So 40 or lower, and yeah. you pass. 40 or higher, you I fail. fail. Yeah. Come on, baby. I can track the best of them. <laughs> I can smell pussy a mile away. <laughs> you smell that fish from a long ways away. Fuck. 79. <laughs> I lost him. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, you tried. That motherfucker. The figure moves fast <laughs> with almost silent steps. You are hampered with a heavy lantern in your unfamiliar environment. In my four foot one frame. <laughs> you emerge from the alley into a dusty courtyard and can detect no sign of your quarry. You scratch around a few minutes, but the figure is gone. It seems unwise to continue your stroll through unknown dark streets while this threatening presence is abroad. You head back to the Ledbetter house. May let you in and settles back into her chair. Soon she begins to yawn. I believe I'll turn in. When would you like your breakfast? <laughs> I might as well just not say nothing. <laughs> I want my fish tonight. <laughs> as May stands, you hear a clunk behind you. You look over your shoulder. But I just all you turn and start blasting. <laughs> but all you see is a wooden door securely closed. May tuts. The young lady of the house. She'll have been listening to us. Ruth, come out here and greet our guest. There's a short pause, then the door creaks open. Two wide eyes peer at you from the gap, between trestled hair and a uh, rough nightgown. What do you say? The eyes blink. Pleased to meet you. What up, girl? Now, get back to bed. The door closes again. My daughter Ruth. Ten years this summer. She's a delight and a torment all in one. Don't worry, she sleeps in with me. She won't disturb you. Good night now. You retire to your room. It is a little chilly, but you are too tired to worry about lighting the fire. The sheets are clean and the bed soon warms up. The silence outside is strange after living in a town for so long, but you soon drop off. I sleep ass naked. (laughs) Of course you would. (laughs) It's like, uh, we kind of figured that much. You peer in people's windows late at night. They're going to think you're the the shadowy figure walking around. (laughs) You dream of fire in the grate, coruscating colors shimmering through the dancing tongues of flame. At first, there are tiny, almost microscopic, but they grow and grow until a kaleidoscope inferno spills from the fireplace, spreading across the floor, up to the sheets. You wake with a start. Daylight glints through the curtains, and you get up and examine the grate, blinking the sleep from your eyes. It is quite cold. If you have taken any damage, you may now heal one point. Well, I didn't because I'm dexterous. Dexter, dexter, I'm, I'm, I'm real agile. <laughs> May seems to have no running water, but has supplied some in a ceramic jug. 
you freshen up at your wash stand. Keep forgetting it's nineteen twenty. Yeah. Yeah. She cooks a hearty breakfast and leaves you uh, in a, a piece to eat. At about seven thirty, you are uh, you are paid up, packed, and ready to go. You bid May goodbye, and she wishes you the best for your new career in Arkham. Uh, let's see here. You don't have to do any of that. Because you didn't succeed. Yeah, it's about that life. <laughs> Constant failure. <laughs> You're already tired of your heavy bags. Hopefully Silas has repaired the motor coach and you can resume your long journey. A sour pussy might be, but the old driver seemed to understand his vehicle very well. Sour pussy? <laughs> you pause to check your watch. Still 20 minutes early. And round the final corner. The motor coach is gone. You put your bags down and search the area. Damn. How 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 low do I put them down? I'm like, they're like already on the ground. They're basically backpacks. <laughs> I can't put them any lower. Trekking up and down slopes and around corners at the edge of the village, you trace the long road back to, as it's winding roads across the hills. Eight o'clock comes and goes. There is no coach to be seen. A passing villager notices your bags. Looking for the bus? I heard him take off at first light. He's due back in three or four days. If you need a place to stay, Med Ledbetter rents a room. The man raises his hat to you and strolls into the village. You curse Silas under your breath. Perhaps he went <laughs> for parts. But you wonder if the old goat has stranded you there on purpose. That old motherfucker. <laughs> he left before you even got up. <laughs> He's like, bye, bitch. He's like a div. In the middle of the night? Yeah. May is doing laundry and looks surprised to see you again. Her drawers just hanging in the wind. <laughs> her big old granny panties. Take a big old smell as I come up. <laughs> Mostly when you consider her picture. <laughs> <laughs> Forget something? When, uh, when you explain the situation, she offers to store your bags while you try to arrange alternative transport. You are grateful to, relinqu uh, to relinquish the load. With those little, little like, portly arms. <laughs> Nobody here has anything like a car. She strokes her chin and narrows her eyes. Maybe you could find somebody with a horse and a cart for your bags. I could ask around later. Try Mr. Winters at the village hall. He'll know if someone, anyone will. Or ask him on the artisans. Their workshops are first left on Silsbury Street. She reaches over and squeezes your wrist. Don't worry. I won't see you sleeping in the street. Money or no money. Because she's going to take that booty. <laughs> you think, yeah. May, and turn to face the village. Tell you women just can't get enough. <laughs> she grabs for your wrist. <laughs> Reaching for my cock and she missed. <laughs> well, they are at the same level. <laughs> she reaches. <laughs> you wander the streets of Emberhead without any particular destination in mind. The village is built on a relatively flat upland with splendid views. To the north, the hazy tips of the White Mountains reach for the heavens. To the south, the sparkling waters of Lake Winnipesaukee touch the horizon. The village itself takes less than five minutes to cross from edge to edge. You arrive on the winding road to the west. The only other road leaves to the south, following a lower ridge of the land as it turns east. In the southwest of the village, an open grassy space borders a ruined church, its graveyard cresting the cliffs. To the northeast, the three main thoroughfares meet at a raised black metal structure. It looms stark against the blue sky. You may now ask about transport at the local general store, seek out the village hall, walk down to the lower level and check out the eastern road, examine the large metal structure, explore the church, or look for local people with their own transport needs. Jesus Christ, six options? 
What time are we at? No, the time down here. 31? 41? I say we cut it off there. So I'm going to keep it 30 minutes. <laughs> so people can, uh, you know, enjoy a little 30-minute story. So, uh, that's it for this adventure so far. Um, tomorrow we'll, uh, we'll pick it up where we left off. We'll see you guys on the next one. Let's hope I survive. At least get laid before I die. <laughs>